you asked too, is it for everyone? Like it may not be, I think it is. It's just, you know, things find you when you're ready for it. And when you're ready to receive it, like truly, like it all finds you because it's like that perfect meeting, right? It's like, you're doing the work and then you be like, you find this and you go, oh, okay, I'm going to check out this little avenue over here. And then, and then you realize that everything leads you to that very moment. And then you receive the information. You're like, aha, that was like the missing piece or that was, that was the thing I needed. Hello and welcome back to the Your Great Podcast with your host, Unique Hammond. I am a nutritionist, author, podcaster, health coach, crone survivor, mother, partner, friend, constant learner. That is absolutely my love language, whether it's learning about myself, learning about health, learning from everywhere, from anyone opening myself up to the capacity to learn from all because there's so much wisdom out there that I have yet to touch. And I think that's the thing that excites me the most is learning. And, and through that, I am I feel more capable to help those that come to me seeking answers and support and a way to live a better, healthier life. I try not to get caught up in being dogmatic even with the protocol that I work with, because I know so much in life is nuanced. And with that, today I am excited to share with you Akashic Records with Heather Gage. Heather and I have worked together for a while as client and nutritionist. And as I watched her grow and change and begin doing Akashic readings, I began to get curious, which is my favorite thing to get is curious. And with that curiosity led me to want to have her on the podcast and get a reading before I did the podcast with her so I could really have an understanding of what the Akashic records meant, because it was really this concept that I didn't grasp very well. So today's episode is with Heather Gage. She is an Akashic record reader. That's like a tongue twister. I, it's interesting because growing up in Big Sur, you think I would be fully tapped into the woo-woo, but I really think that I got as far away as I could from the woo-woo uh, in my younger and adult life of just really wanting to be practical and science-driven, which is funny because in my soul is a lot of woo-woo, and it's almost like a little coming home to that spiritual side of myself, which has always been there. I just stopped cultivating at a certain point, I think, because I thought it wasn't valid or whatever. That judge, the judge within, right? Anyway, I'm excited for you to have a listen to this podcast today and explore the woo-woo with us, and hopefully you get something from it. I also wanted to mention that I have opened enrollment for my 12-week course in January that starts on January the 12th, and I'm also excited to announce that I will have Karen Hurd coming on in March of the course to do a Q&A, answer all of your beanie questions. I feel like that will be a really wonderful time to do it as we will have been deep in the beanie process by then. So if you are interested, you can check the link in bio. You can go to my website. There's lots of information there of what to expect from the course. There's payment plans and mostly there's just a deep, beautiful container for healing, which I love so much. I hope you enjoy this podcast with Heather Gage. And uh, yeah, see you on the other side.
Heather, welcome to the Your Great Podcast. I'm really excited to have you here to talk about the Akashic Records, which is something that I only recently learned about through you. So what is the Akashic Records? Well, thank you, Unique. I'm so happy to be here and I can't believe I'm actually speaking with you on your podcast. So I just want to say thank you so much for that. So yeah, we'll get into the Akashic Records. So the Akashic Records are a it's an etheric field, it's an energy. And you can think of it as an energetic library of your soul. It houses any event, emotion, I would say like event, you know, as I just said event, like basically anything that has happened throughout your soul's lifetime, your soul's journey, and that is past, present, and future. So you could think of, you know, we're all, humans, right? Human form. We're born with, we have souls, right? That have lived many lifetimes. So we can actually access all of this information kind of housed in this energetic library, as I said. And it's interesting because it's such a, it's a very interesting type of niche concept to explain. And unless you have a reading, like you kind of get the real gist of what it is, but basically anyone can access the records. I happen to have done training to access the records, but I feel like when you're accessing the records, when you're tapping into that energy, you're receiving like the most, you're receiving so much wisdom and guidance for this lifetime to really help you as a human in the 3D plane in this lifetime. But yes, past lives can come up, which might bring about some information that you need to work through in this lifetime. I mean, you can pretty much open the records on anything. You can open the records on your business. I like to just, how I've worked is just through like other humans. So by just using the frequency and energy of your name with which to open the record. So they're kind of wild. I've learned so much from accessing the records. Yeah. I mean, there's so much to say here, but the way that you can access the records is through a prayer. What Akashic means is it's an etheric field. It's a record of past, present, future events. And as I know it to be, it was more of a male dominated practice, which was kind of handed on, you know, from generations and generations. And then there was a woman named Linda Howe who discovered the records and she kind of modernized it, right? She taught people, she learned about it. And then she started teaching how to read the records, I think in like the seventies, the eighties into the nineties as well. And then she wrote a book called how to read the Akashic records, which I actually read. And there was, um, obviously there's a type of prayer that you say to enter the field. Although I've heard now that some people can just tap right into this etheric field without even saying a prayer, which I'm like, wow, that's wild. But she had channeled in a prayer called prayer of the new world on 9-11. And it was like, it was wild. She kind of knew something was happening and she channeled this prayer and the 9-11 happened. And we all think, you know, that was the time that the world really started to shift. So I actually read the book, I had tried to read the records and it didn't quite hit for me, but then I have a friend who has a podcast called The Line and she, or Align Within is her her brand, but she kind of took it a step further after reading Linda's, Linda Howe's book. I think she only read half of it, but she just really realized like, oh, wow, this is incredible. I'm going to modernize it. And then she has since, you know, I took her course and she's written a book and then she 
is actually channeled in a new prayer in 2022 called the prayer of the new world. And that's the prayer that I use when I access the records, when I give readings. So there's what, a lot there. You, yeah, there is. And I have a lot of questions. What drew you, what was the journey of your discovery of the Akashic records? Did you, did it start with seeing it somewhere or yeah? Well, okay. Let's rewind a little bit. So, you know, I had, I had kind of had my spiritual awakening, if you will, with not quite knowing what that was in 2014. I discovered a, this, a couple podcasts about with Ashley Wood at the time, that was her name. And I discovered her talking about the records. And I was like, whoa, what is this? What is this? And she was kind of new to reading the records. And I booked a reading with her because I I just was so curious. I was like, oh, I want to know more, like my highest self, my what? Like I need guidance. And at the time, I feel like my hormones were just like in flux, like high, high, the low, low, low. It was like everything, right? And so I had my first reading and it blew my mind. I felt like I just kind of cracked open and was like, this is why the inward guide and my brand, which was, had started as a healer directory, but I realized that readings, like you didn't need to know birth time date. You didn't need to know, you didn't need really to know anything about my astrology. It was literally just this amazing information that was coming straight through in this reading. I'm so curious how you ended up just going, yes, I'm going to follow this inkling. Towards. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. When you get that inkling, I just want to say, absolutely. That is a call. That is, that is your highest self, or I call it your inward guide. I mean, that is truly like, it's like a ping. It's like, hello, wake up, wake up, like check it out, listen, follow that curiosity. So yeah, that, that kind of came into play, but I would say a little bit later. So I think in 20, well, it was 2014, actually I met my husband and that really inspired my whole Kundalini awakening, which I didn't know that that's what it was called. I kind of delved into all sorts of modalities and how the inward guide started was I was like, I was noticing that, oh my gosh, this is really working for me. I got into plant medicine, like ayahuasca. And I was like, wow, this is all I'm taking what I need from it and it's working and I can't wait to tell people about it. So I was like a blabbermouth (laughs) of like all things (laughs) modalities for years. Like I I swear my husband was like, wow, every conversation goes right there. And I'm like, well, yeah, because I'm so fascinated by it. And I see like how it's helping me, like not only with like, you know, manifesting, if you will, before that was even like a big, you know, nomenclature in our, in our world, you know, it was like, I called in a partner and a job and all this stuff, a new house, like all these things. And I'm like, whoa, how did, how did I do this? But it had started kind of going off track a little bit, but how it started was I was just so immersed in all these modalities. And I was wanting to just tell people about them. It was literally like, I I considered myself like, you know, like those like totem poles that are like 50 miles to here, 90 <laughs> miles here. Like it was literally like, I was that person. Everyone would come to me and be like, Heather, I know that you probably know about this or what do you think about this? Or I just thought of you when I heard about this new thing or like, what do you know about Reiki? And I felt like I was always guiding people. So I was like, oh, okay. All right. There's something here. So that's kind of how that started. And then it wasn't until 2020 when like, I, you know, when the world shut down, I leaned heavily into meditation and I didn't really, I didn't use any apps. I didn't use anything. I just was like, okay, I'm just going to sit and start there. And it was wild. I I would make myself just like sit in silence and just like calm the brain. But I, the more I did it, I started seeing color. I started like having like 
like tears and crying and realizing like, oh, wow, I was activating, you know, certain chakra systems. And then that kind of led me down the path of, I got um, certified in color aromatherapy. So I, I work with energy centers. I anoint people with oils. Then I got attuned in Reiki, which was, I think everybody should be attuned in Reiki, as you know, like it's the most universal like tool out there. Like you don't need to be a holier than thou or a higher than thou to, to be part of this practice. But went from there. And then I took the course on how to read the records. I'm not going to say that like when I started opening the records, it wasn't like, ah, like the heavens opened and everything. Not at all. I I sat in the energy of my frequency, if you will, for like two years, I sat with it and was like, okay. And then I thought, oh, I'm going to try walking meditations, or maybe I need to lay down and not sit up. And I kind of just played around with the energy. And then it wasn't until like a year, I'm going to say a year ago, I gave a reading to a girlfriend. We were talking about the records and I'm like, well, I've had, and and along that path, I've had my records read a total of five times. So it was like every couple months or a year, you know, I was like, oh, this is just getting all this information. And, and the information that you receive in the records, like it, it stays with you. You know, we're always like evolving, but there's so many snippets that you can always take from a reading. So Fast forward to a year ago, I gave a reading and it was wild what came through. Didn't really touch it anymore. Still just kept sitting in my records, sitting in my energy field. And then I gave a a reading to a friend about six months ago and it was spot on. And then color came through. It was like, it was like everything that I had been working on just all of a sudden like blossomed into one big thing. And it was like, color was spot on. I'm like, oh my gosh, it was like all my, all my tools were working all in in sync. And then I just got this download, like you need to start giving readings. And my girlfriend even said, you know, Heather, you need to give readings. And so I went into my records. I asked how many I needed, how many readings I needed to give before I could start charging. And the answer was six. My friend counted as one. And then I read for women, like, out of state. I do all my readings on Zoom and they're just as potent as in person. I gave my readings, you know, to women out of state and then out of the country. And then it was like, whoa. And now I've given about, I'd say about 25 readings now. And they're it's wild. And I felt like my once I fully stepped into that of being like maybe the, you know, the front face of the inward guide and really owning my gifts. And with nutrition as well, it just really opened me up and yeah. And now I'm here and I'm on your podcast and this is incredible. (laughs) It is incredible. And for those listening, Heather and I have worked together. So I've actually watched this amazing metamorphosis happening where information was coming into you and we were, were working on nutrition and noticing how you know, the counterbalance of nutrition, keeping you grounded while you were going through this very spiritual kind of awakening. And I remember when you were talking about giving your first reading and, and I remember thinking, I'm really interested in this. I'm not here to ask questions for myself yet, but at some point I'm going to dig into this a little bit because I am very fascinated by the spiritual, the esoteric, I guess if that's the right word for it, I think it is. And also just watching your evolution drew me to you as being the person I would want to read my my Akashic records. And 
Yeah. (laughs) I was like, yeah, this is the person I want to do it with because it does feel very personal. And I could feel you accessing my space, which was really interesting. I don't know if we didn't really talk about it afterwards, but that part of it, but I could feel an energy. It was like, it was an interesting thing. It was like an energy, my energy kind of like, I can't say it felt like a door was open, but it was like, I felt an access point. I guess that's it. It felt like an access point was being accessed, which is something I haven't felt. Well, no, I have felt that before a long time ago. Interesting. Anyway, getting off course, but it was an amazing. It's a vibrational, but I'm just stop you real quick. But like it is, it's when you open your records, you feel a vibrational shift in your body. Like it happens every time. So does the other you're, person you're tell on. you that, that they feel it as well? Like they feel you, I don't want to say you entered the space, but I felt the, the space being entered. Like I felt my consciousness being accessed or something. And it was, I like had to relax into it. I was like, this is what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah. I've heard, I've had a lot, cause I've read for quite a few friends and strangers and they all say the same thing. It's like, oh my gosh, my whole body started tingling. And I just, as soon as you started talking, you know, like, saying the prayer, whatever you said, they're like, my whole body just started radiating and some women break into tears. And it's a very beautiful up level. It's it's a frequency. It's an energetic shift. Like it's undeniable. And I feel yeah. it too. And even before I gave your record, your reading, I was like, I'm buzzing already. I think because <laughs> you're so tapped in too. So it's fun to read for people that are very tapped in because the, the energy is like, it's light and flowy. We can kind of like really get into business. So it's, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. And it was really cool how you brought in the color, your, your color study. I'll just talk about the experience for a moment yeah, yeah. as Go the ahead. receiver. It was really interesting um, because I know you in a different way, right? I know you as kind of like a different relationship. So this was like a very different situation. And I felt so comfortable with you. I was like, I feel comfortable. Whatever you're going to see is very vulnerable, right? It's my higher consciousness sharing truths, unprotected truths about the things that are important to me or the things that I'm working on. We didn't get into any past life or future stuff. We were, it was really present. And it was interesting because it was all stuff you wouldn't know about me. And it was all stuff that I had been working on in myself over the last 10 years. So it was really interesting that you were pulling this information to the present that I won't lie. Part of me had thought like, oh, I've kind of worked through this, you know, like I, I, there was this part of me that was under the illusion that I had put those things to rest. And when you kind of brought it up, <laughs> you were like family and this, and I was like, oh, oh. Yeah, I can feel it. I can feel these threads that you're talking about. And and it was it was emotional. Like I it was emotional in a beautiful way to go, oh yeah, there's still I this needs my attention and I can feel it. And you were like I said, bringing I mean it was really amazing to me that you that's what you zeroed in on and I, or my consciousness. And you can correct me in the languaging, my highest self was illuminating that yes, unique still has work in this area. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have a question. You access your own records. So when you're doing stuff, you use the meditation on yourself and can you access like past lives? And I'm so fascinated by that. Yes, you can. You can absolutely access past lives. I, I love learning about past lives. I feel like when I get my records read by someone else, they come through more so than when I'm accessing mine, because I, 
I do in a couple ways. Like I'll open my records and I might just sit in the energy and then I just start talking and I'm just voice memoing. And I'm like, and I listen to it like a, a month later sometimes, or a couple of weeks later, or there might be a couple of phrases that really stick out. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. This needs attention or this is a new perspective on what I'd been thinking about a situation, but it is really interesting. I'm not to say like I've had other readings where past lives have come through very much. So, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I did have a, a mother that, and I can't really share too much about people's, but readings out of like private, you know, my respect yeah. and privacy, oh, but please don't. <laughs> definitely there were, there were some things coming through about a past life that very much related to what she was going through now. So like I'll receive that information. And again, it's my duty. If I'm offering this type of service, like I won't hold back. Not that I'm like, again, they're very gentle, loving. It's a very gentle and loving experience, but I, I need to share that information. And if she's knowing like, that's, that's what comes through. And I'm like, okay, this is how it plays out. And it's wild and how it, it, it all relates to what is happening now. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. So even if it's pulling from past, it's it's still bringing it back to this very moment in time where yes. we are. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's like living in two planes, like two mm -hmm. parallels, right? And then it's kind of like, yeah, we'll get into like patterns and cycles and things, but it, it's like a repeat. And again, it's like in this lifetime, that's why this is bringing, that's why she might be going through this because that's what happened in a past life. And that's, mm -hmm. that's why she, that's what she's here to like work through. And to understand that. And for some people, like I've actually had a woman that I met in a, an online group, like a course. And she was like, yeah, I really want to get my records read by you, but I'm worried about past lives. I'm not really into that kind of thing. And I don't want to know about it. And I'm like, we don't have to go there if you don't want to go there. If you want to, yeah, I can. But I think that hearing about that kind of stuff, if you're not familiar with it, can kind of freak people out. <laughs> They're mm -hmm. like, wait, who are you accessing? What, what is this? But really it's just, it's lessons. It's, it's, it's truly like we're here on this earth. We've incarnated here to learn lessons and work through karmas. And by being able to access this type of information, it, it'll blow your mind at like what, what is coming through and like what needs attention and, and how you can move through it. And then, you know, you pair that with that information from your highest self. It's such a, a beautiful recipe to like, help you further in addition to everything else that you're doing in your life. I was about to ask, you know, for those listening and interested, and maybe this is not an area that they've ever even contemplated. Do you feel like the Akashic records are for anyone? And I know that you said I could come in with some open-ended questions and I really only came in with one, which was what's next for me. And it was interesting what next for me was going back and working on some stuff that I need to keep working on. That's really <laughs> what was next for me. <laughs> and I was like, no shortcuts is there, none. <laughs> I, know, I know the work that needs to be done. And yes, that's what's next. Just keep working. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. And I, I, I really love the moment where you're like unique. I'm not a psychic <laughs> or something, a medium. <laughs> I was like, okay, what, whatever. <laughs> well, and anyway, and that's, what's interesting. I'm glad you touched on that because yeah, people, it's like, I'm, I'm receiving energy and information that is coming through and what I'm hearing. And it's all in like, the thing is this Akashic record readers, they all have different formats. Like some people do conscious stream of writing. Some people are like, 
full-on picture show, but it's all like, and I hear I'm clear audience. So I hear things. And then when I start speaking them, then I start seeing pictures. It's kind of like, it, I have to get that started, like, like the pilot light. And then it's like, Ooh, now we're cooking. Now I can see things, but it's all in like how I'm interpreting that to you. However, I do need like, that's why the open-ended questions, like I just need a little information. It's like, you don't need to tell me the life story, but I'm going to receive the energy around that question. And it's wild, like how spot on it is. The whole thing about mediumship is I will say like, and I, I think I've shared this with you on some of our, our calls, like <laughs> we're talking about nutrition, but I very much have been having like mediumship, medium moments, I guess, if you will, where like I explained that when I did that somatic body work session and that name came through and a message and I was like, whoa, okay. So I have been told like my readings are going to change. And I do feel that because there have been times, actually say almost every time in readings where like the information that I'm receiving as your conduit, like, how would I know that? Like, it's wild. It's like how, so there is, there's a bit of mediumship in there, but I, I don't know. I'm not like accent. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know what? I never say never because the readings are always evolving and they're always shifting. And yeah. Do you feel it. energy in different places? Cause uh, what you were feeling with me was very clear. You're like, Whoa, my head is like, like, <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So do you feel it in different parts of your body when you're doing a reading for different people? I do. And mm. that's one thing too, is like the somatic feeling. Like I felt things in my gut or like with one of my girlfriend who I gave the first reading to, I felt pain in my left shoulder. And I didn't know that she'd been working through pain in her left shoulder. So I have to preface that sometimes. Like, you know, I mean, I, as you experience, like I give people the, the rundown, I'm like, okay, I might lead you through some breath work. I might feel some pain. They'll call it, and I'll definitely see color. And we'll, we'll, you know, we'll connect that to with like what needs help or like what needs attention, what needs activation, or if you're overactivated, that might come through, but yeah, somatic uh, feelings are, have definitely been not every time, but I'd say like 85% of the time it comes through for sure. For sure. That's so cool. That's really <laughs> cool. It is. It's really cool. I mean, I I've, I've heard of that before where other people like in, in healing sessions, you can feel, and it's not your pain. I mean, I just think that's amazing that you're tapping into that. Thankfully you did not, I don't, I don't have any physical pain currently, so it wasn't the physical pain you were tapping into. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I had a woman that I read for and, and it was when I was practicing mm -hmm. and it was like, cause yellow came through, but it was all around her gut all in her stomach. And I was feeling, it was like, Ooh. And then she shared some stuff with me afterwards to be like, Oh, wow. How did you know that? I'm like, mm, I don't know either. No, I just, I I'm accessing your height. I'm accessing your records, your highest self. This information is like here for you, mm -hmm. here for you. And the thing is, I think you asked too, is it for everyone? Like it may not be, it may not be. I think it is. It's just, you know, things find you when you're ready for it. And when you're ready to receive it like truly, like it all finds you because it's like that perfect meeting, right? It's like, you're doing the work and then you, you like, you find this and you go, oh, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to check out this little avenue over here. And then, and then you realize that everything leads you to that very moment. And then you receive the information. You're like, aha, like that was like the missing piece. Or that was, that was the thing I needed. I mean, as I shared with you, like I just started doing somatic body work and 
I hadn't really done that before. I'd done all things modalities. I mean, you name it, I've done it except for the, the, the body work. And then it was like, at that moment, I realized like that just unlocked a whole channel for me. And I'm like, Ooh, that was my missing piece. I needed to do that where most people, I don't know, maybe people start there and then they get more like cerebral and then they get more, you know, into the woo, but yeah, I mean, it all, it all finds you when you need it. Right? The woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've always dabbled in the woo. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's beautiful. And I, I do remember you talking about the somatic body work and honestly, again, for someone who's dabbled in the woo their whole life, I mean, I was born in Big Sur, I was born into the woo. Uh, you, I was like, well, wow, there's somatic body work. That's so cool. Like that actually sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I had done, actually, I had done, I've done emotion code. I don't know if you've heard of that, but it's like, uh, it's like a series of like, can do like arm movements at its oh, yes. but oh. like, and then they can go through these numbers and like, well, they can literally pinpoint down to like your age, but it wasn't like, I mean, and I, a lot came through and I moved through stuff, but I just, I don't know. There's something when like someone's touching your body and hitting pressure points and you are feeling like, okay, my last session, just a couple days ago, I was feeling so much pain in my calves, so much pain. And I knew instinctually like, oh, wow, this is like deep. This is like some deep seated rooted trauma. Something happened. You know, it could have been like the horrible thing that someone said to me on a playground or it could have been whatever, but I'm like, it is in here. And I felt it. And I was like, squirming in pain, but I knew like, this is so important for me to release this. So it's, it's like that kind of stuff. It's like when you're talking with your body, because we, we tend to hold in so many, so much emotion and so much trauma. It's like, it, it's, it goes somewhere in our bodies. It goes to our gut. It goes to our joints. It goes everywhere. Right. And so that to me was like my missing piece of what I needed to do. Right. Cause I'm not an athlete. I'm not, you know, I'm active, but I don't know. I think athletes, that's why they tap into like a higher thing. And then they go in because they're so in tune with their body. And then they tap into like more the esoteric or they get more, you know, you know what I mean? It's like everyone kind of finds their path a different way, but they're all connected. And it's like that trifecta, right? It's like, you need to be mind, body, spirit. It all needs to be in sync, man. That is like the only way that you can really get like fully tapped in. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And that was definitely my experience of healing. It was mind, body, spirit. It wasn't, oh, I'm just going to heal the body because at a certain point I, I was kind of stalled out until I started doing the deeper work on the emotional body because the emotional body is holding all of this, whether it's uh, generational or past life, who knows? For me, it yeah. was childhood. Like I was just holding so much anger and sadness and and until I felt the capacity to soften and respond and dive into those areas and call on guidance to do it, you know, I, my healing definitely stalled out. I love this protocol that I work with. It supported my body having the capacity to actually expand into those places, but it is a mind, body, soul experience. And not everybody, I think, you know, some people are very much not into the woo-woo, but I I find I will take inspiration. I will take, you know, challenges and learning from anywhere. I don't really, I don't really care where it comes from as long as I go, oh, this is an opportunity for me to grow, for me to be the better 
version of myself, the most connected version of myself. So not everything in the space of esoteric, the esoteric space calls to me. Again, I think it was because it was you and because everything just kind of felt right that I was like, yeah, I want to understand more and I want to see what where my work is. I have work in a lot of areas in my life. I'm constantly working, but what your reading did is it gave me the focus. Like, okay, this is what I'm going to really work on. And and I'm happy to talk about my session for as much as you want or not. I'm not really, I don't feel any need to hold back on it just because I think if somebody is going to come to you for a reading, obviously each one is different, but know that, you know, and you can tell me where I'm wrong, but there's probably going to be a call to a higher order that comes from it. Is would that would you say that's the usually the outcome of a reading? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a beautiful moment to like go inward and like be open to receive. I mean, that's what I think is like part of part of like a successful reading. I mean, they're all successful in their own bit, but when you're open to receive and just like hear what comes through, like there's so much, there's so much like liberation in that. And there's so much power in that. And then, then that's where like, you can take that information and like re-listen to your reading or whatever, you know, whenever you're feeling like, oh, I'm in a slump and, and you can take that information and then like use it. And like, it's real tangible, like tangible. That's what I like about the readings is like, some, there's tangible action that you can take. It's so interesting. It literally like, it really, it really, is. I mean, it's when I get testimonials from people and friends are like, wow, you know, you said this one thing. And I don't remember, trust me, when I, when I open your records and close them, I clear my energy. I don't talk about people's readings to anybody. I don't talk about them to my husband. They're recorded and I delete everything after I send you the MP3 so you can have the audio file. But yeah, like they'll write me and go, oh, remember when you said this and this and then this happened? And I'm like, whoa, okay, awesome. Like keep going. <laughs> like that was, you needed it obviously, or it unlocks something with their partner or whatever, you know? But yeah, it's just, I, I love giving the readings and I thank you for like, and yeah, you can share whatever you want because well, I, we talked about this too. They're, they're, they're kind of hard to explain, right? It's like, I'd been telling you are. for a while what they were. Yeah, they are. And, and, and I never, it's interesting for as long as I'd been following your journey, I never felt compelled to start researching it and looking into it. Like I really was just waiting for the invitation from something inside of me to go, Oh, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I was like, well, if we're going to do, I wanted to do the podcast. I invited you to do the co podcast about the Akasha. Okay. But I was like, I actually need to experience it before so that I can speak to it. And my Akashic records, when you opened it, it was really if you ask me what I would, what I live for, what I live for is healing self and others. And what I would die for is family. And so what was interesting is what, when you opened my records, it was like all family. And I was like, well, there it is. Yep. That's, <laughs> yeah. and what was really funny. I just want to say this. You're like, Ooh, dark. Ooh, light. <laughs> <laughs> You're like so much light. And I was like, phew, because that started really dark. <laughs> and then you were like, and gray. And I was like, yeah, that would make sense, right? Like, it's really interesting because I am the least black or white person. I really see so much in health and wellness and in healing nuanced. And, you know, 
when someone comes to me, I am building them a protocol based on what I believe in, but I'm also connecting with them and working with them and meeting them where they are, because that's the nuance because healing isn't this linear path. And so it was really interesting when you opened my records and it was like black and white and I was crying. I was like, oh, so fascinating. <laughs> and then yeah. you and I were both dressed in black or white too. So I know. <laughs> funny. Obviously that had to come through, but to me too, like black and white are very much balanced. It's the yin and the yang. You're the second woman that I've read for that I consider to be very tapped in that like that came through so strong. It was like, you understand the duality. You understand that. Your gray was the foundation, which was like the cement. For, for those that. listening, the cement was the things that I need to, these these ways of existing with my family that I need to let go of, basically. So the cement was kind of the ways that I am not free. That was the gray. That was the cement. Yeah. But then you had tons of white, like just, it was just so expansive. White is its wholeness. It's like the mother of all colors. It's healing. It's pureness. It's, it's, it's everything. It's all the colors, like I said, into one, but yeah. So it's interesting. You're the second person that I've had, but hers was different. I can't remember fully, but it was very much like a very groundedness about you, this grounded energy, very aware of both which that's not always the case in reading. Sometimes it's just like, whoa, like green or like red, you know, or something. I mean, it's like, ooh, real bright. And then I think at the end, it's okay if I share, we both, I saw yeah. purple and you're like, I saw it too. And I'm like, yep, like that's your courage. That's your meditative state. That's your higher crown chakra. And the courage I will need to let go of these kind of little patterns that are hanging on too. Yeah. And it was interesting, you, you know, my highest self, confirmed through you back to me that my practice of meditation that I had kind of quietly gotten away from in the last six months where I've been prioritizing other stuff was really important to get back to. And and I heard that. I was like, yes. So again, for, for anyone listening who isn't familiar with Akashic Records, all of this information was affirming to me. For, I'm, I'm guessing for some people, it's like, holy crap. But for me, I really walked away going, yes, this very much resonates with what I think thought I needed to be working on. And definitely what I've been thinking about lately is I need to start prioritizing my meditation practice again as a way to continue to cultivate that self-awareness and just connect to my higher, my highest self, which is always there, but I'm sometimes just too busy to listen to her. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And I love that you shared that because that's, that's really what comes through. It's like, you're going to receive and hear exactly what you need to hear. And if anything, if anything, right, if you're going in as a skeptic, it's like, we all, it's like, we know what we need to do. Right. It, when it really comes down to it. Like we know, we know. And it's like, someone could tell us, yeah, yeah, yeah. We hear her. And we won't, unless we truly decide to hear and listen and then act. I mean, we're not going to do anything right. No one's going to make us do what we want to do. If anything, like these readings, like, you're having a, per a total stranger just mirror back to you what you know. And that's like the even wild part. Cause you're like, how would she even know this? Right. It's like, okay, that's a clear message that, that it was like your inner knowing knew it all along. It obviously brought you to this point. Again, it's that, that synergy, that synchronistic moment of meeting at the right time, having the reading, the interaction, but it's highlighting like what, you know, and sometimes we have to hear it from other people in order to like light the fire under our bum so we can get after it. 
Like truly, I, I mean, that's why I get readings. Cause I'm like, okay, I think I know this, but I just need that confidence, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? And your whole vibe changed by the way, because you and I've been working together for a little while now, and I know your energy and kind of your cadence. And what was interesting when you accessed my records, your cadence changed, your energy changed, like everything was different. And I was like, who is this person I'm listening to right now? <laughs> <laughs> this is wild. (laughs) It wasn't coming through like you. It was, and I was like, is that what my higher self sounds like? Cause she's like, she's like super lit. Like she's lit from within. It was like, (laughs) you're all, she's bossy. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, unique. Hello. (laughs) This thing that you thought you've worked with. Um, not done yet. (laughs) That's so interesting that you said that. Cause I, I mean, I record it's like when you record on Zoom, you get like a video recording, which I never watch. So I don't even know. And as I said, I channel with my eyes closed. I've never once watched it because I don't want to see, but I've been told that before. Like I've even been told from women, they're like, your voice is like very soothing. It's so different. It's it's wild. Like I just, I, I've, I've received a lot of that. So thank you for reflecting that back again. I've received that from a lot of women. They're like, I feel so comfortable. I feel held and it was very soothing. It was a very soothing and friends that know me have also said like, yeah, it's wild. And I've also had other friends say like, not that it freaks them out, but they're like, okay, now that you know this, you know, like, are we going to talk about this afterwards? I'm like, no, 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 no. We're totally confidential. You're a client. I go, I access this, this realm and then I'm out afterwards. And I don't know like I said, I don't remember lots of things. Some things stick out, but it's interesting because the more that I give readings, the more I actually, I kind of glean some off of it too. So in a way I'm helping you heal, but it's also helping me heal as well because we're all mirrors yeah. of each other. I, I tell my clients that all the time. I'm like, what you are working through affirms my own path. It's this, yeah. we're all reflections of each other in many ways. And even if the diagnosis or the name of something isn't what I had, like I, I, I absolutely understand what you're talking about. I don't know. And I can say this without a shadow of a doubt that I don't know if I would be coming up on 11 years on the protocol, had I not chosen this path, had I, or this path had not chosen me because it affirms, it validates, it is this constant feedback that it inspires me as I see people's lives change and their health change and their energy change and their capacity change. And it affirms back to me, yeah, this is the way, you know, this is, this is the way. And so um, I think for those who choose to get into a healing modality as their, as part of their life, it is, we all are learning from each other. So, and, and that was actually a question I had for you, which was if you walk away with insights and knowledge for yourself as well. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Actually, as I said, it's like, I might glean a little something off it or something will kind of stick with me. And I'm like, huh. Okay. And then I see how that maybe it's like, I kind of just store it and not overthink it. And then it's like, oh, wow. Like, I don't know. I, I just, I see more and more like how we're just, we're all one. We see ourselves in each other. Uh, yeah. And I, and I guess so. Okay. So that's like answering to that question, but I had a point that I wanted to share, but like, as you were talking about, like, you know, if you get into the modality and we were talking about the kind of the whole trifecta, like 
even just doing this type of work, this modality, sitting in the energy, like I feel like it was preparing me, even though I wasn't doing the practice, but it it was preparing me to then reach out to you, to then start working with you, which has been about a year. And I've seen immense change just in like hormonally, like things that have been happening. And, you know, when we first started working together, I was having trouble, <laughs> like completely mixing out the alcohol. It was like the caffeine. There were things that I was like, Ooh, like this is hard to drop. This is hard to drop, you know, and I'm sure anyone on any type of protocol, it's, it's, it's hard, you know, you really have to commit to it. But as I've been, as the months have gone by and I've kind of been working, you know, on this in the spiritual side of myself, not knowing where this was going to take me, it actually really opened me up to then release other things in my life. So like, you know, I finally did my first three month stint with no alcohol. And now like alcohol really isn't even a part of my life, you know? And because of that, then it's, it's made my channel open up a lot more. And then I'm like, Oh, okay. So they're all like integrating into one. And so I'm really excited. Like I'm going on like a year of like, I've maybe had a handful of drinks, like here at the celebratory, you know, but it's just not a part of my life that I even think about. Cause you know, I was always like, Ooh, I would like mentally prepare myself. Like, okay, well, I think I'm going to have drinks here. I think I'm going to have here. And, and now it's like, not even, it's like an afterthought. And usually I don't imbibe at all, but, and then, you know, now I'm doing this practice and I'm like, Oh, wow. Like I can't, I mean, I, I need to be this, I want to be a clear conduit for my people. And, you know, I lean into, you know, just leaning more into my nutrition and we talk about eating more protein. It's all these things. They're all like, it's all happening now. And I get it. And it's, it's not an easy path for sure, but it's, I don't know. It's like when you're working on all the things together through like pure intention, like it's all, it all leads you again to like to that point. And now this point that I'm at is like, I definitely feel healthier, way healthier than I was a year ago. And it's like, I didn't think even a year ago, I'd be giving readings, you know, and here I am. It's like, and then I gave you a reading and I'm on your podcast, which is wild. (laughs) Here we are. (laughs) Because it's interesting. I, I, you know, I don't, it's, I want to talk about this for a minute because I well, I'd always thought like, oh, it'd be cool to be on Unique's podcast, but oh, I'm not quite there yet. But again, if you look back, it's like, I have healed myself. I have truly in a lot of areas. And just like a couple of weeks ago, like, I mean, you and I would always talk like after our <laughs> our coaching calls, because we were like, oh, tell me more, tell me more, which I love, which is amazing. And we built a, a friendship on that. But I was like, I would love to be on a podcast to kind of now be put myself more out there now because I'm feeling better inside. It's like all the things, right. I like, I'm not afraid to like step into my truth. And then I had like went to bed one night. It was two days before our call. And I was like, I would love to be on a podcast. I'm just going to put that out there because things were clicking. And I had just come off the body work session, you know, earlier in the month. And then two days later we are on our call and you're like, Heather, do you want to be on my podcast? I'm like, what? (laughs) <laughs> oh it's like I totally like man I manifested this and it happened like that because all thing it's like now I'm cooking you know it's like things are things are happening and so I'm just really grateful to have met you and I love beans so much <laughs> I love beans too <laughs> I really do I love beans I will never get tired of them but I'm just seeing how like incrementally like how this is all working it's all working and I'm very grateful for it well, I feel like you've always been powerful 
manifester from everything I've heard from you over the time we've worked together, like how much stuff you have manifested. And so I'm not surprised that you are now manifesting the next stage of your life as well and the journey that you're on. And I'm excited to watch it and to support it. And it's been really wonderful to watch you evolve and grow and, and, and also really work with what's interesting. Cause you said, Oh, you know, it's not easy and something not being easy doesn't necessarily mean it's not worthwhile, you know? Right. Exactly. And it's like, I think for so many people, because something isn't easy, they think, Oh, it's not worthwhile. And for me in my life, it's n- it, like, I wouldn't have done so many things in my life if it were about ease. You know, I, there's so many things I wouldn't have done. I wouldn't have written my book, probably wouldn't try to heal Crohn's naturally. Cause geez, that's what you know, it's like, there's so many things I wouldn't do. And, and I loved watching you kind of play with the concept of, well, it's interesting when I drink, I feel this and kind of connecting dots. And as you continue to grow in your spiritual practice, started to notice that it maybe didn't serve you. And it was just, it's interesting because I heard you say not easy, but when I started watching you put it all together, it happened effortlessly. It yeah. Was like, it was like, not easy, not easy. Ooh, doing it. Yeah. I don't click. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm doing it. And it's a non-issue now. And, and I think that also you and I talk about removing emotion from things. If you choose it, it's not like, oh no, I chose this thing. That's not, you know, like having these, the language, letting go of the language of good or bad or, or, you know, letting go of things that hold us back. The, the, the terms of me, I don't drink. I identify as a person who does not drink alcohol. Does that mean that I will never have a drink of alcohol? Absolutely not. But I will not, it's not like my identity that I drink. Same with sugar. I feel nothing for sugar. If I have a bite of sugar, it's like, oh, sugar, that was a choice. Okay. Moving on. Like it's not, it's very unemotional for me. Yeah. That has been my spiritual practice. I would feel that too. Cause yeah, as we talked about it, like the emotion, like I don't feel that, like, even if I don't consider myself a drinker at all, like, I mean, my friend Farron and I, she's been on the straight and narrow since December, but we really don't identify as a drinker. My husband doesn't, it's not an issue anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and I, and there's so much ease in that now where I'm like, oh yeah, like I don't even, ugh. Like, I don't yeah. like the way I feel when I drink. And, and now that this work is becoming, you know, such, it's going to become my, my work and I see other things in my life and I'm like, okay, yeah, this, I understand everything. And it, it has become easy. It has, it, it's, it's become effortless now. And there's, yeah. and there's no attachment at all. Yeah. And I, and I watched yeah. you kind of work through that. Like it was your process. And, and I, again, I think that's the the privilege I get is I get to, for those who lock in and want it, I get to watch the unfolding. And I always see that as such a privilege to watch your unfolding, you know, of like, oh, all of these things that I thought were important, weren't as important as this, this feeling this way, this sensation, this in my body, this groundedness. And yeah. So having you on was kind of a no brainer. Doing the Akashic Records with you was kind of a no brainer. I kind of feel like we're all here at the same time for a reason. And, and I love it. Me too. <laughs> For anybody so listening, what, is there anything you want them to, anything else you want them to know about you or the Akashic Records or where they can find you? And by the way, Heather has an awesome podcast called The Inward Guide, which I love. Yes. And I have another one too. I'll just plug it. Let's go from here with my girlfriend. It's about women in their 40s who found spirituality. 
as well, which is fun. But the inward guide is great because I interview practitioners and I've been doing more solo episodes, which has been really great. But yeah, I guess if you're interested in getting a rating, I'd love to work with you. You can DM me. You can reach out to me. My Instagram handle is the inward guide. So I-N-W-A-R-D guide. And my website is theinwardguide.com. You can book a session with there. Again, just reach out to me. Very accessible. And yeah, I do all my readings on Zoom. So if you're listening internationally, again, it's the readings are just as potent. The good thing is that you get the MP3 recording that you can listen to. But yeah, I'd, I'd love to work with you. I'd love to help you connect with your highest self. And can I just say the follow-up notes are very detailed and wonderful. I got them and I was like, damn girl, you good. You good. Oh yeah. The color, which we kind of, but yeah, I channel in colors. We kind of mentioned, so you do get a color. uh, I call it a color prescription, which can help you connect with your auric centers, your chakras and, you know, just kind of assist you. It's just further support. It's like that added like to your, to your reading that I really haven't seen anywhere. So I feel very blessed that that's one of my gifts. And I really, it's again, to bring it back to like how crazy it was that, you know, because in our sessions, it's, it's me creating space for you and exploration. So I, I don't feel like you necessarily would know anything about me to the extent that you knew, but also I tend to dress in black or white all the time. So it was really fascinating when you opened my records, it was like black and white and gray which is my work. But I was just like, this is so interesting. <laughs> also, I'm still kind of like processing it to be quite honest. But but yes, and I will link everything on Heather so you can find her effortlessly and easily. And I highly, if you are drawn to it, I'm a big fan of being drawn to things and also feeling ready for them, which is how so many of my clients find me. I mean, somebody will be following me for like three years and finally be like, and now I'm ready. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Again, it, it hits when it hits, right? It hits when honor it, hits. it Honor it. Yes. Yeah. Honor that hit and find go find Heather when you're ready to access your Akashic records. So thank you, Heather, for being here. I really appreciate you. And thank you for my amazing reading. I'm definitely, like I said, processing it and good stuff. Thank you, Unique. I seriously, I'm such gratitude being on the podcast and thank you everyone for listening thank you so much i hope you enjoyed our conversation and please do check out heather's work on instagram it's the inward guide and her web page is the inwardguide.com I'm excited to announce that the next guest on the podcast will be Karen Hurd, and we will be chatting perimenopause. Very excited. Have a wonderful morning, evening, night, wherever you are in this beautiful world. I hope you're taking care of yourself. I'll see you next time.